hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy to understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Uh, as you heard, our show is dedicated to uh, finding ways to prevent as well as treat, if not as well as possibly get rid of many very serious medical problems, diseases, and conditions. And um, we offer you hopefully safe as well as effective ways of doing these things. Um, so that's what our show is dedicated to. And I've been not wanting to do the, the, the two shows because it turns out there's no way to do this in just one show uh, that I'm going to be doing this week and most likely next week. Um, the shows uh, are on autism. This is a very emotional thing for me, a very difficult show shows for me to do. Um, hours of research. I've tried to put things together in certain ways that will, you'll find me jumping around a little bit uh, because it's, it's very, it is complicated in certain ways. And we want to talk about how to prevent it. How did, uh, how can you help and, and treat it? Um, what works? Uh, what doesn't work? Um, how people get it. And that's very important because prevention is about how to, pre is about if you know how you can get something, you can not do it and hopefully not get it. So that's what we're going to be focusing on and why it's very emotional. I've seen a number of autistic children over my career um, uh, with uh, ozone therapy, and we've seen some wonderful results. So we're going to talk about treatments. Um, if we can get to it in this show, this show, otherwise the next week's show, uh, part two, we're going to, we'll get into all the different types of things that have been shown beneficial and what they do and how they work um, that you might be able to use. Uh, children are a very sensitive subject for me, but before I keep going on and on about this, let's, let me do what I have to, I have to and want to and love doing at the beginning of each show, and that is thanking my sponsors. The reason this show is available to you all uh, for free and heard on Audible Books and all sorts of places for free is because I have sponsors paying for my show. Uh, Promolife at promolife.com, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com, uh, is... Um, a wonderful company. Uh, it's family owned. They make uh, ozone machines for home care use, for medical use by doctors, as well as many, many innovative and wonderful ozone, ozonated oils and other ozonated products that you could be using at home to prevent and treat many different problems mouth, dental problems, skin problems, um, vaginal yeast problems, um, rectal problems. It's just 
I mean, the versatility of ozone is one of its problems because it sounds too good to be true because it is so versatile. But if you go to their website, promolife.com, and you look at all the different things they have, you will probably find there's a number of things that would be, if you've listened to some of our shows on them, amazingly beneficial for you, which then says, call them at 888-742-3404, 888-742-3404, and tell them you heard about it here on the show, and they'll give you a special discount or some special uh, thing with your order. You just tell them you heard it here on the Dr. Robin Show. And then I'd like to also thank um, Doctors Biome. Uh, Doctors Biome it makes a v four products now, though not always all are available for various reasons, partially because they sell out so fast, uh, partially uh, because uh, the medical food versions of them uh, have to be made only in small lots because of the nature of the way it works. So I'll explain. Doctors Biome, Colon Health, and Doctors Biome Women's Health are food supplements. These probiotics living in a 100% organic mint kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, lemon juice for the colon health, and in a fruit juice, predominantly cranberry with extra cranberry in it, um, for the woman's health product. These have been studied, they have been um, uh, I, I'm, uh, published, showing amazing, amazing benefits and results on just about every digestive disease and disorder there is, including urinary tract infections and um, uh, candidiasis, in, intestinal yeast infection, and oral yeast and vaginal yeast as well. So. These just absolutely amazing, delicious products that not only adults should take, but children should take as well. If you're not certain about what you should give a child, take a look at their new website is actually going up imminently uh, soon. Uh, it could be today already that they have the new one up, but certainly very shortly it's being launched. It's much more comprehensive than the old one. It'll have huge amounts of information and support on it. There's hundreds of people that have written testimonials as to the, how these products have helped them tremendously. And um, the medical food versions are much more powerful versions for more acute and subacute infections and problems that you would take for one or two or three months. There's a special clinical trial going on for uh, Clostridioides difficile, Clostridium difficile, C. diff. So if you know somebody that has C. diff, tell them about it. They can get into that clinical trial for free. Um, uh, very easy to do and amazingly beneficial already from what I'm hearing in terms of results that the company is telling me. Uh, you go to doctorsbiome.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E.com. And put in the code RADIO20, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO20, and you will 
be able to get 20% off your entire first order. And as you are going to learn when we get into treatment of autism, both ozone, predominantly done in babies with, as you're going to learn, with rectal insufflation, and with probiotics that are living, created to survive the stomach over 90% and stick to the wall of the gut, can help in the prevention as, as well as treatment of autism, as we'll talk about all the different studies that have been published and showing what the benefits have been. That makes this these two things probably the most important things you can hear about, in addition to all the other stuff that you might be able to do to treat as well as prevent. Keeping in mind, babies are born without probiotics, virtually speaking, but we're going to talk all about that. Uh, when we're dealing with autism, which is what we're going to get into right now. This is a very difficult thing because children I'm very sensitive to. I don't, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very much actively doing things to help fight um, female abuse, child abuse, animal abuse. I give thousands and thousands of dollars every year to organizations that are trustworthy um, to use the money properly for those, you know, to help with those issues, to help children who are suffering medically. And in the past, because of my feelings about ozone and, um, and children, particularly autism, and how the parents suffer with this, uh, I've treated all the autistic children that I've treated over these years now, till now, concluding right now for free. Um, I can't, can't keep, I can't do this in volume. Um, and we'll get into the treatment, as I said, in greater detail later, but it's been a very emotional subject for me. Um, one of my uh, grandchildren, um, my one grandson didn't say a word couldn't speak a word until he was three years old. And I told my son and at that point, if they give him one more vaccination and he doesn't speak ever again, then I will never speak to my mother again. Well, he took this to heart. And um, uh, fortunately, my grandson uh, is a brilliant boy. Uh, he's 13 now. And he's doing very well. He has his, he has had his issues as I think many young children who have had chemicals affecting their brain have had issues. And in fact, the radio show that we're doing, that we'll be doing on autism, um, might hold well with ADHD, um, uh, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, um, maybe reasons why children, instead of developing autism, still had effects on their brain that affected these conditions that are so prevalent and prominent now. Um, so we're going to get into it. I'm going to be jumping around a little bit. I've been trying, I've tried over several years now to get uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to come on the show. Um, 
you saw a picture of it if you saw the e-card to the show that he took when we were he was lecturing and I was presenting at the International College of Integrative Medica Medicine meeting in Fort Worth, uh, Texas, uh, a couple years ago during the pandemic. Uh, it was an anti-vaccine meeting predominantly against the use of COVID vaccine, which you've heard me talk about. I did eight shows on it called To Be or Not to Be Vaccinated. And once again, they're promoting COVID vaccinations and, and for children and for babies as well. It's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But they're doing it. We'll be talking about a little bit about that. Um, not that particular vaccine only, but when we get into them, into this. I might actually need three shows. I don't know. We're going to do the best we can. I'm not rushing through this because I think it's important to take it nice and easy and slow um, and that you'll hear all about it. So um, we'll talk about since, I, you know, uh, Mr. Kennedy um, indicated at the time that he'd be willing to come on my show when we met. Wonderful man, brilliant man. And... Um, Unfortunately, every time I speak to his people, who he was kind enough to give me, uh, can, you know, telephone connections and email connections to, uh, he was in the process of writing a book. And while he's in the process of writing a book, he will not do any radio shows, I was told. God bless him, but he does have that throat um, issue, which makes it very uncomfortable, if not painful, for him to speak. And... Of course, he wants to reach large audiences. Our audience is pretty big. We're heard in all, almost 60 countries now. Um, and you can listen anytime you want to this show. Uh, all you have to do is tell your friends that within 24 hours, the show is archived. So you can listen anytime you want. One of the beautiful things about Voice America um, for the shows that they, they air uh, on it. So, um, uh, but... It's been very hard to get him on. So I took, I showed you the picture of me that he took of him and myself at the meeting because he wanted to take the selfie for me. And um, it, this may even turn into a, a three-part show, uh, but I'm not going to be rushing it. I want to make sure that people understand this. Um, all, almost everyone uh, that we know today um, if you're going to be a parent, there's risk. There's a risk that <clears throat> your children or your grandchildren um, will get this and get this horrible condition. All right. So I know we're going to come up to a break, but let's begin uh, getting into this now. So autism spectrum disorder, ASD. Uh, was coined by Dr. Leo Canny, uh, Canner, excuse me. He was a, an MD, a child psychiatrist, and he discovered this in about 11 children at one time um, in 1943. And he said they were unable, they were very detached, and they were unable to build normal interactions with other people. There's a lot more detail that goes uh, out with that, um, um, he diagnosed them with what he called infantile autism, um, or the akin, the kin to it. Um, 
and he said they had um, uh, extreme uh, an extreme desire for solitude, and they had to follow a rigid, a rigid schedule. Then about a year after him, uh, Dr. Hans Asperger, you've heard of Asperger's syndrome, right? Separately recorded four of his patients who showed comparable symptoms, okay? Um, and, uh, and also an inability to deal with science and mathematics. Um, and he said they possess... Um, uh, that these people, these children possess autism, but there is a distinction. I don't really care. Uh, there's, it's, it's, this is, it's, if you, if children are having and suffering from, from these mental disorders, it's, it's pretty, to me, it's serious. And Older parents are linked to a higher incidence. So we'll get into, you know, before I want to get into that, let me just go over a little bit more about it. All right. So what autism or, you know, ASD um, is diagnosed through the symptoms uh, that the children are going to display, where basically they have severe difficulty with social interaction, verbal and nonverbal communication. They have repetitive behaviors. Um, so, and they, they have criteria that they've, um, they use about 10 years old now uh, that they use to make this diagnosis. Um, if they have persistent problems in social communication and social in interaction, um, uh, if there is, they have restrictive, repetitive patterns of behaviors, of of interest in or different certain activities, um, where they might have um, repetitive movements. Um, they have to use certain objects or certain speech patterns that are kind of unusual. We're not talking about nice things that I see in my grandchildren today. Um, they have an insistence on the sameness of behavior there. They're inflexible in their adherence to routines. They can get very upset um, uh, if their routine is diminished. They have ritualized almost the way they behave all the time. They have to go through these same methods and things con constantly. Um, they have highly restricted, uh, very fixed interests um, and an abnormal intensity or focus on things. They're either hyper or hypo-reactive to sensory input. And they may have unusual interests in different things that give them different sensory, you know, sensations in their environment. Let's go come back to, let's do our, let's get to our first commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this, how often, where, uh, how, how common it is, um, how it's progressed, etc. So everybody stay with us. We'll be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Okay. Um... I have a lot of pages of uh, information. This is obviously not all in my head. I have to have this written down. It's just so voluminous. And and um, there's I've tried to put together different opinions from people based on, of course, their research done so you can get a, a variation in things. Um, you know, one of the research uh, article, a number of research articles and papers that I said that... Um, while the symptoms of autism will appear between 18, uh, 10 and 18 months of age, it actually can appear younger. And the unfortunate thing one of the researchers has said is that they don't really diagnose it till the age of four. Another one says that it generally appears before the age of three. So um, early diagnosis is helpful if you haven't prevented it. And of course, we're going to be going into prevention and we're going to be discussing a little bit about, at least a little bit about the causes and thus the prevention of it in this show today. And typically it'll be a pediatrician that starts, that's going to make the diagnosis, although parents will too. And um, I have to say, I'm going to say this now, we'll talk about it later. Uh, one of my buddies from the past, Dr. Gary Knoll, uh, did a documentary called Autism Made in the USA. And one of the, if not the most common belief at the time, he did this by 
and all the parents that I have seen uh, of children and treated is my child was fine until they were vaccinated. And then with blah, 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 weeks or months, a uh, month or so, that's when the symptoms developed after the vaccine. Uh, of course, doctors today, pediatricians will tell you that all vaccines are safe. And everybody has a right to their opinion and everybody has a right to their belief. Um, but how much smoke does there have to be before you know there must be a fire? Okay. Um, and I looked into the rate of autism. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, autism, and I have, I have stats on that. I'm going to try to find that page. Oh, here we go. When I was a kid, because I was born in 1948, 75 now, um, back then it was, it was not even known. Um, um, back in the 1960s and 70s, and we're going to talk about the very important study that was done then, uh, because I think it's important to know about what our government knew about the collaborative, the collaborative uh, perinatal project, the CPP, as it was called. Well, back in the 1960s, um, and even into maybe the early 70s, they found that autism uh, uh, went, for, well, 1960s was 0.5 per 1,000 children, okay? Um, give or take, let's say, 1 in 10,000 uh, children uh, might get autism. Um, and in and about the 1980s, it was one per thousand as, um, one, st as, as one or two of the studies showed. Um, uh, that was, I guess the seventies. And then it became, I think in the 1980s, 23 per thousand. I think that's the way the numbers came up. So virtually non-existent and then suddenly more and more people were getting it today there's plenty of documentation to say in the united states of america one in 36 children born will have autism one in 36 now why should this happen Okay. And in fact, just so you should know, just about all over the world, there is autism. But in the countries that have been studied, the lowest instant incidence of autism was in France, where they have only 11 mandated vaccines. One of the highest interest um, um, uh, countries with one of the highest autism rates was Qatar. Um, and the United Arab Emirates following them. And of course, as you know, here in the U.S. Globally, the average is one in a hundred. So imagine in the U.S., one in 36. Okay. So why is this, why do they develop this bioneurologic disability, okay, even and, and uh, coming out by the age of three or four. And keep in mind also, it's 
four to one boys to girls, four to one boys to girls. And there's other problems associated with it that I'll get to in a couple of minutes. Um, but question, so the question arises, why do they have these bizarre um, uh, reactions uh, from people, preferences for objects over people, language development problems, um, using um, unconnected words, unconnected phrases, irrelevant speech. Um, they adopt various jargons. They make bizarre sounds and clang associations. Um, uh, they have rocking, head-banging, twirling, spinning objects, lip-chewing, nose-picking. I'm just reading some of the common ones and the things that I remember. Um, young boy that I'm treating now has so cute. He, he's not, he's in his 20s. And um, uh, we're seeing some wonderful results from what I hear from mom. Uh, but um, very interesting vocal sound when he does speak. Um, everybody in, in, the, in the treatment room just loves the kid and they smile when he talks because he could, he could do voiceovers for cartoons. He would make a fortune. It's, it's not a disability almost. It's, it's as wonderful as it gets. If he weren't, if he weren't uh, with autism, it would be a wonderful thing, but it's, he is, and that's what makes it un, unfortunate and sad. You know, 40% of children with autism do not speak at all. And that's why I was concerned about my grandson. Um, about 25 to 30% of them, because I looked this up for him, have some words between the ages of 12 to 18 months, and then they can lose them. So if your child isn't speaking at all by the time they're 18 months old, you better open your eyes as well as your ears and realize something is wrong. They should be saying things by then. It's not, it's abnormal. All right. Uh, for them to have these kinds of things. So if you listen and you go to traditional medicine, remember this is a functional medicine show. So we should, we combine traditional with the non-traditional. All right. One of the major causes that our government would like you to believe and traditional doctors want you to believe is genetics. They believe that genetic research has shown that there are several different genes that might, 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 that's three mites, be involved in ASD. All right. And um, they do believe, they do believe that genetic mutations can impact the development of the brain and lead to these mutations do not cause, in their opinion, but can increase the risk. All right. So take, let's take a step back on that. Mutations, if you start to look this up, are rare and they're very difficult to measure. Okay. Di mutations in humans are very rare. They're very difficult to measure because they are so rare. Um, uh, it's just, 
it's 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 near impossible. Why? Because ten percent, only about one nucleotide in 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 a, in a sperm or egg cell will change every two thousand years. Okay. So in a population, if you figure, let's say, of every 10,000 individuals, it's possible that every possible mutation has been tried out on about 50 times in the course of a million years. So how could there be, and this you can check out those numbers any way you want, they keep showing up again and again. There's virtually one per 100 million possible, um, one in 100 million possible changes, okay, um, in each generation. It takes millions of years for a mutation to develop and cause a problem. So if that were so, how could genetics explain, genetic mutation explain a change in just 50, 60 years, um, 70 years now, if you want to put it today, um, between 1960s and the 2020s, from 1 in 10,000 to 1 in 36? The answer is it can't. So when they'd like to say that that's one of the causes of it, it's up to you to you know to buy it if you wish, and if you do want to buy that as a, as something, I have a bridge in Brooklyn that that you can walk over that I'd be very happy to sell you for a very a very very reasonable price. Now, environmental problems. Well, environmental is a, is is a very loose term that they use when they discuss the causes of autism, uh, because. It's not necessarily outside, it's what's inside the body as well. Um, so complications during pregnancy, they believe, can lead to this. And there, I won't discount it. It is a very strong possibility there is more than one thing that can cause autism. But complications during pregnant pregnancy, including low birth weight, um, extreme prematurity, um, multiple pregnancies like twins and triplets, um, pregnancies that happen uh, spaced less than one year apart. These are the things they want to try to bring up. Well, it's been going on for centuries. How come we went in just 70 years from 1 in 10,000 to 1 in 36 when low birth weights, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, have been around forever? Okay does not explain it. It's a very, what, what I believe it is, is deflection. If you want to deflect, okay, if you want to deflect from what might be the true cause of this, because there's financial reasons for deflection, then you will be able to come up with these other reasons, if you if you want, for the uh, cause of um, autism to in, uh, to develop and increase. Um, 
top. We again, we don't buy it. There has to be something else. So environmentally, if you want to include that, vaccinations come in. However, just be aware, the AMA, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the drug companies, our government, the FDA says vaccinations do not cause autism. You're going to read it. You're going to hear it. And you're welcome to buy into that if you wish. I've been an anti-vaccine doctor because of this for many, 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 many years. Okay. Now, autism also brings in added problems. Um, very commonly, children with autism will develop asthma, epilepsy. They can have seizures, um, bowel disease. And this is very important. Bowel, various GI diseases and conditions and disorders. And that's where doctor's biome becomes so important to them. And we'll talk about that when we get to treatment. But you may want to order it today, doctorsbiome.com. Um, they may get persistent viral infections, pandas. Um, they can have feeding problems, uh, anxiety disorders and bipolar disorders. And of course, we pointed out ADHD, Tourette's, OCD, um, sleeping problems, immune disorders, autoimmune disorders, inflammations in their body. Um, one Danish study over, well, almost uh, 15 years ago now, found that the mortality risk among those with autism was twice that of the general population. I don't know if that's a kindness. Certainly isn't to me to see my kid die. I don't know how I would deal with that as a parent. Um, and then have and and they suffer along with autism, along with the entire family, suffering along with these children. I mean, your heart has to go out. How can your heart not go out to the families that have to deal with this on a daily basis and have dedicated their lives to it? Families that have been destroyed because one parent or the other just can't deal with it and just left. But keep in mind, this is treatable. It's not hopeless. And there are things that can be done to help tremendously. Okay. Um, so let's go to our last break. We'll come back and we'll start to get into uh, Robert F. Kennedy and what he has done around all this. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. 
Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. So I'm going to start off again by saying that the American Academy of Pediatrics has an extensive list of research papers that absolutely, in their opinion, prove that vaccinations do not cause um, autism. My parents think differently. They all noticed the change that took place after vaccination. It happens as, and has happened too many times to be coincidental and by chance or accident, because there is no such thing as coincidence or chance or accident, all right? Um, in addition, um, I mean, if you go to a vaccine, there's a, you know, there's a, a U.S. vaccine excipient um, uh, paper uh, that, you know, that you can get. They have tables. 28 vaccines contain aluminum. Now, we're going to talk about thymosol later on, which is mercury. In fact, we're going to be getting into it with Mr. Kennedy's work um, back in the early 2000s and prior to that. But today, there's only a few that contain that mercury. Aluminum. I found Put aside all the other chemicals that are in these vaccines. You cannot imagine how many different ones there are. There's over. There's about 30 of them contain aluminum products. If you uh, do some research, you'll find that many um, Alzheimer's and many uh, Parkinsonians have large amounts of aluminum in their brain. Mercury from dental fillings has been known, and we've done shows on it, uh, talking about how they can cause um, damage. Formaldehyde in these things. Formaldehyde is an embalming fluid causing damage to the brain, commonly found in many of these different 
vaccinations that they're giving children. In fact, if you look it up, uh, you can go to the Center for Disease Control, the Child and Adolescent Immunization Schedule by age. There's over 18, di- by, by the time a child is up to 15 months old, okay, it has been recommended that they've had One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty vaccinations in this country. From eight at eighteen months to eighteen years, so that means at eighteen months they start again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. More vaccinate twenty-one, excuse me, more vaccinations by then. Okay. So and I'm not including in those numbers. Well, let me see. Yeah, we did have the COVID mRNA in there. Okay. Think about it. When I was a kid, there were only a handful. And therefore, there was no virtually. Is this a coincidence? There was only a handful of vaccinations available because they hadn't come up with many. There was only 11 vaccinations in the 1960s, I think, that were possible. Maybe even less. Maybe even less. So coming up with 28 vaccinations, 30-something, some-odd vaccinations now that a child might get or more by the time they're in their 40s, how is that affecting a child's brain? One of my, my youngest grandson, who's Declan, who's two and a half years old, He was two days old when they came in and they wanted to give him a hepatitis B vaccination. My son-in-law, who was very sharp and bright, said, how do you get hepatitis B when you're this young? That's something that's got through blood transfusions and uh, possibly and certainly from the use of um, uh, drugs, you know, uh, where they share needles. Why would he need this at two days old? containing all these different excipients that can cause brain damage. Okay? You have to think about that. Let's talk about Mr. Kennedy. In in July of 2005, he had published in Rolling Stone magazine and online a, pa- um, uh, a paper that he wrote called The Government Cover-Up of Mercury Autism Scandal, called Deadly Immunity, Government Cover-Up of a Mercury Autism Scandal. And it was also published online at a, at a, um, a place called salon.com, S-A-L-O-N.com. And he talked about the connection between the vaccine preservative thymosol and the autism epidemic. Um, He laid out the scientific links between thymosol and childhood 
neurologic disorders, and he published explosive excerpts from transcripts from the CDC's uh, Simpsonwood Conference in June of 2000, which was a very secretive conference. Okay. Uh, uh, this, in June of 2000, apparently, um, uh, the government put together top scientists and health officials at, a, at an isolated um, conference center called Simpsonwood in, in, um, in Norcross, Georgia. Um, they made no public announcement of this. Uh, they only allowed 52 attendees. They were all told to keep this hush-hush. Um, giving out any information, this photocopies of documents or, or anything was strictly prohibited. Um, this was found out later on by Mr. Kennedy through the Freedom of Information Act, which is one of the few things are wonderful. And by the way, I love being an American because we have freedoms here that you wouldn't get anywhere else in the world. Um, for me to even be talking about this the way I'm talking about this, uh, I'd probably be arrested and disappear. God knows what would happen to me in many countries in this world because of the way I'm attacking government and government policies. What makes our country so wonderful is that we have the right and freedom to say these things and discuss these things openly. Everyone's entitled to this, and I think that's very important. Um, I wouldn't want to be living anywhere else. Um, so according to the CDC um, at that time, um, they put together and analyzed massive a massive database of medical records in over 100,000 children and um, using the vaccines that contain thymosol. And it was clear from this that there was a dramatic increase in autism and a, and a large number of other neurologic disorders in children that had been given these vaccinations, way beyond what normally might be expected. Way beyond it. Um, and the CDC, as well as the FDA, had continued through the 90s to come up with new vaccines that were um, that were preserved, um, given to very young infants. In one case, they said within hours of the child's birth and estimated that the number of cases of autism had increased 15-fold from one in every 2,500 to one in 166 children. Think about that. And our government was allowing this and knowing that knowingly uh, when, uh, permitted this to take place. And but instead of taking, and Mr. Kennedy goes on to tell you, instead of taking immediate steps to alert the public and rid the vaccine supply of thymosol, um, the officials and executives at this particular Simpsonwood event um, basically spent the rest of their time discussing how to cover up the damaging data. Don't get surprised. This is the way governments often work. 
And the way he got that, Mr. Kennedy got this information, as I said, was through the Freedom of Information Act. So that they couldn't stop, because it was a government meeting, they couldn't stop this information from getting out. Um, it's pretty, pretty damaging and severe uh, to, to the CDC and the FDA and the people that were there as to what happened. I mean, you can't blame an organization. You can blame the people who are in the organization for doing what they did. It's not necessarily that the organ an organization did it. People did it. So you have to put the blame where it belongs. Um, um, I don't want to, what I'm going to not do is mention the names that Mr. Kennedy mentioned. Uh, uh, I feel um, I don't want to bring individuals who may not even be alive today and, and denigrate their names. But just understand that the CDC paid the Institute of Medicine to duck the new study to whitewash, whitewash the risks of therm, uh, thymosol and to rule out the chemical link to autism. There is still in multiple dose vials because it helps, it's, it's a you know, preservative. Thymosol is still being used today that can be given to our children. Listen, there's a lot more to talk about on this. I don't know if we'll get more into Mr. Kennedy's you know, paper and work. Maybe we will with, at the beginning of next week's show. Then we're going to get into how to treat it. Hopefully we'll be able to do it all at the, within just one more show. Everybody, please may want to get home care set up. Go to Promolife at Promolife.com. Tell them you want to get set up for home care. You heard about it here on the show. If you have a young child, a baby with autism, they'll be able to do rectal insufflation. I'm not going to wait till next week's show to tell you this. You'll be able to do an ozone enema, which is very easy, safe, and comfortable for a baby. We'll go over more details of that next week in the show. You want to get doctor's biome, colon health. So go to doc. So with Promo Life, call them at 888 742-3404-888-742-3404. Go to Doctors Biome at doctorsbiome.com. Put the code radio20 in. And then you can call and ask me how to give how old the child is, and I'll tell you how much to give them each day. Call me in my office at 212-581-0101. That's 212 212- 5810101 and my office will tell you how to get in touch with me or email me at ozone doctor at yahoo.com o-z-o-n-e-d-o-c-t-o-r at yahoo.com everybody have a safe and healthy merry christmas and we'll be back to you again next week here on functional medicine with dr robbins bye now Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.